We'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for November 8th, 2009. And we're going to be continuing with part two of this current health alert regarding uh, the situation in the Ukraine, the potential for pneumonic plague, the martial law, forced vaccinations, things of that nature. The next part of this uh, document is... Um, the CDC brochure on how to protect yourself from the plague. They're going to say, I'm linking this brochure. I have information from how the government on how the plague could be sprayed into the air as an act of uh, terrorism. They go on to say, was that done? Since people had said that there were planes flying around spraying, spraying chemicals in the air the day before this mystery plague hit the Ukraine, uh, I suspect this is so. The CDC brochure basically says, regarding keeping yourself getting infected from the plague. And we remember, we went over, there's three types of plagues. But to keep fleas off your pets for protection against the bubonic plague, which will ultimately yield sores on the skin. But if it's pneumonic plague, it says, get to the doctor immediately. Uh, then she gives you a link to another, how to identify the symptoms of the pneumonic plague. And she goes on to say, I researched the plague's history. This was posted by a lady named Sherry. She said, I did not realize the difference between the bubonic and the pneumonic plague. I wanted to find out how people had survived the plague in the past epidemics. First, the bubonic plague was, this, was with the skin wounds that would turn black. This was called the Black Death. 50% of the people who got the bubonic plague died. The pneumonic plague is in the lungs, and only about 10% of the people lived. Who got it? So again, if they're trying to kill off a massive amount of people, I can't really see a better thing to use than this pneumonic plague. She said, "I could not find anything special about those ten percent, uh, how they survived, uh, besides getting emergency care." But I'm going to continue searching. The reason the pneumonic plague spreads so fast is because it goes through the air as people breathe it in and out. The bubonic plague. People had to actually touch the wounds to get the plague. If this pneumonic plague is as the doctors say it is in the Ukraine, I believe finding out everything possible about it in order to survive. Uh, I will insert things I will find for you that you need to do as well, like having, she just said a mask. No, 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 no. you got to have a rubber gas mask that seals to the skin. Okay, and one of those stupid little painter's masks, or even the, the high-quality ones, those will not protect you from something like this. They're worthless. You have to have a seal to the skin. Okay, so if it gets to that point, and you're locked down in your house, and you're going to go out, the only type of mask that will work will be that, the, the kind that, that seals to the skin. Uh, and it's not something you'd probably, if you're going to buy one, you probably wouldn't want to skimp on it. And there's a lot of good, uh, I've, I've given out links in the past. There's survivalmall.com. They sell gas masks, uh, Tom Horn's site. Uh, there's, you know, places you can get good quality gas masks. And also remember, if you have children and you get them for them, uh, remember, they're not going to have an adult. You know you're gonna you're gonna need to buy specific ones for them as well. So anyway, that let's go further. Now this next is is a confirmatory story regarding this, but we're also going to get a different little different angle on this. This was entitled "Vaccine Warning: 
Pandemic Warning from Ken Welch. Um, After researching for more than 10 years, I can tell you that there is indeed a long-running plan to dissolve the federal government and remake the world into what what might be called a global corporate feudalism. This plan is coming to its climax right now, although the final moves have been postponed several times. All indications are that there can be no more delays, and the global killer pandemic is the first step in the plan. I agree, because this is what I believe I've been showing from way back. This is just, to me, if you look at the situation, if you analyze it, it's the most logical way for them to pull this off. Um, They can come as the saviors, because everybody's getting sick. Even though they created it, they can come looking like we're the saviors and save humanity. And the exact opposite is what's going to happen. But it's the perfect opportunity for them to implement global government, martial law, all in one fell swoop, without even having to really fire a shot. Uh, Going further, he says, you are getting a lot of scare stories from the media and the Pentagon's billion-dollar internet propaganda machine about the swine flu. But the swine flu is a joke, and almost everyone knows it. The real pandemic is still seven to ten weeks away. This is what Ken Welch is saying. We've recently learned the secret behind the swine flu vaccine that is being pushed so strongly in the public. While the vaccine may make you sick, its real purpose is to greatly increase the fast-kill mechanism of the pandemic still to come. Again, it's the first stage. Like I said, they're not just going to inject you something everybody starts dropping dead. Then people are really going to not take it. Okay? They can't have that. This is a conditioning tool of your body. It's conditioning you for the fast kill mechanism of the pandemic still to come. Worse yet, the vaccine is being used to target specific groups of people who are simply not welcome in our brave new world. Now, we've already mentioned children and pregnant women. Okay? He's going to get a little further into that. I watched that year as the government... Uh, watch this year as the government money financed three different expeditions to find the 1918 burial sites where frozen samples of the killer flu virus might be found and retrieved. That's the um, Spanish flu virus of 1918-1919. He said, I learned also that although there are good indications that, that this virus was introduced in injections given in Europe, uh, Europe-bound U.S. troops at Fort Riley, Kansas, the genetic origins of what soon was called the Spanish flu suggest that its genetic source involved birds, uh, either in the wild or in a vaccine laboratory. And again, we've—I did a 14-city tour on this. There, the, you can go. Um, you know, the DVD is available for purchase on CuttingEdge.org. Uh, I've said this before. The doctors were honest enough to admit it in their medical reports. There was first-hand eyewitness observers. That it's the vaccines what, what were, was killing everybody, okay? And um, that was back in 1918, 1919, and they're just not going to change their tactics, it appears. He goes on to say, It wasn't until 2004 that I understood why the Illuminati were interested in creating a killer pandemic. That was the year I ran across an article in a magazine devoted to real estate that talked about the massive shift of wealth that would be happening in the future. The author was writing about the retirement of the baby boomers. Later, I would learn that this would be the greatest financial threat to our Western governments that they had ever faced. Okay, so going further, um, as reported in normal news channels, the 1918 killer flu 
was in fact rebuilt from scratch using the latest gene technology, made to match viral DNA that was brought back from the original expeditions. In a civilized world, this would be a capital offense, but that is the world that mankind has yet to create. In the meantime, governments have spent hundreds of billions of dollars preparing for the moment that the bird flu is finally released. Do you think they would do this based on rumor? Or a psychic, or perhaps a psychic reading? All that money has been spent in preparing for the continu- continuity of government, the control of civil populations, as the methods for dealing with millions of dead or dying civilians is the most efficient and cost-effective manner. How much did they spend on protecting or saving you? Not a dime. The public is still being told that everything will be fine if they just make sure they wash their kids' hands. Well, also, and take your flu shots. Now, you may be wondering how the various governments expect their countries to keep functioning in the aftermath of an engineered pandemic that could take out a huge percentage of the workforce. Actually, that problem has been solved. If you think back to 1999, you realize that was the time when Washington began its open-door policy for illegal aliens. Likewise, for Europe, in both cases, entirely against the wishes of the citizens. Now we have an extra 20 to 25 million illegal aliens, all of whom have a lifetime of experience in societies where you don't fight City Hall. So they have an extra 20 to 25 million sheeple people that can be manipulated, and they're not going to fight the the very government. I mean, they're here illegally. (laughs) If the government clamped down on them, they're out of here. So they're going to do anything but fight that. Uh, although six or eight um, million may lose their lives in the pandemic, there's, there'll be plenty left over uh, for, the, for the needed labor. They have been there to take the jobs, by the empty, they will be there to take the jobs, buy the empty houses in return for legalization and pay their taxes. Postponements have been a nuisance for the Illuminati leaders because each time has meant another billion dollars for the chemtrail program in North America and a similar amount in Europe. Chemtrails in the pandemic are two parts of the same operation. And this is exactly what we're seeing in the Ukraine. It's like this one they have one part of the of the pandemic scenario in the chemtrails and one part in the vaccines. Or possibly multiple parts in the vaccines and maybe even multiple parts in the chemtrails. That way they can be even more subtle about it. I mean, I understand what we're talking about today isn't really subtle. Okay, so back to this. It says we didn't uh, understand why until we learned the pesticide poisoning distorts hormonal functions and reduces adrenal availability. See, if you can take someone's adrenal glands out which are really what one of the main things that help you cope with stress, two little, one gland that sits on top of each kidney in the adrenal glands. If you don't have the ability to cope with stress, your immune system goes down quite a bit. And he's saying that that has, um, not only does it distort hormonal functions, but it reduces, reduces adrenal availability. Obviously, it has a tendency to devastate the immune system as well and create a very toxic system in our body. The invisible part of the chemtrails, and again, this is just one part, uh, the pesticide, ethylene dibromide, which is uh, additive in gasoline, uh, cancer-causing, you know, run the gamut. I've talked a lot about this in times past, but it's nasty stuff. That's part of the chemtrails, and that uh, this is what falls to earth immediately and blows through your neighborhood. 
is reducing your ability to fight off the cytokine storm, the fast-kill mechanism of the recently recreated 1918 virus. As I've told our newsletter readers many times, the pandemic has nothing to do with imaginary overpopulation. Satanic goals or other strangeness, it's about money. All the welfare states, including Russia, are going broke. In the U.S., retiring baby boomers are about to suck away more government funds. Unless something is done, the Illuminati-run North American Union, designed to replace the current circuses in Washington and Ottawa, will quickly bleed to death if it must pick up the same welfare burden. Socialism has the only answer for problems like this, which is mass murder. And it simply can't be put off any longer. I mean, this is about as heavy duty of a material as we've ever probably talked, as far as the timeliness of it, as far as... You know, I was very grateful to get through October. Um, but it really is appearing as though the, their agenda is much darker than I even had anticipated regarding if they were to try to pull off this pneumonic plague slash... Who knows what they're going to mix it with. Ebola, H5N1, genetically modified it. I mean, and again, the Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne and in control. So, if he says it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. But these are things we should be praying about. uh, Because truly, that's where the battle is. Let's go further. You will be told... Oh, okay, no. There's a word we're finding quite often now in, in reverse speech from Washington and London. Now... Ken Welch does reverse speech analysis of different politicians. You may say, oh, I don't believe in any of that. Well, that's fine. But the reality is, is this article confirms pretty much every other teaching I've done on this going back to May when I started the current swine flu teachings. Okay, So regardless of if you believe that or not, there's a lot of truth in this article. And um, the bottom line is, is... Reverse speech, I mean, you can back-mask records like Stairway to Heaven and and a lot of different um, recordings, and it's clear that there are references to worshiping Satan and and these types of things and doing all kind of horrific things if you back-mask like certain rock and roll records. And, you know, not only that, but a lot of other different things. Well, he does the same thing with speech. So I do believe that there's validity to it. I don't put a ton of emphasis on it, but to say there's no validity to it, um, I think that that would be wrong as well. Anyway, from his reverse speech from um, that he's done from Washington and London, he keeps getting the month December. It's always there, like the uninvited guests lurking in the corner of the room. When we are following current plans as they appear in the reverse speech, nothing seems to go past the next six weeks or so. And the thoughts trail off as the word December appears again, like a dark cloud on the horizon. It seems to be something so terrible that no one wants to think about it directly. All my experience with reverse speech and ten years of tracking the chemtrail pandemic conspiracy tells me that the middle or late December is the current target for the release of the recreated 1918 virus. And I think it's going to be a lot more than just that. Especially in light of what's going on in the Ukraine. You will be told that the swine flu has made it into bird populations and magically mutated to create a deadly and rapidly spreading form of the bird flu. There is no truth to this at all. The virus will be released. Um, is the recreated 1918 virus many already in many bio labs and perhaps boosted a bit from the original 1918 variety 
in terms of lethality. Well, he hasn't even mentioned the Ebola, possible Ebola, pneumonic plague component, uh, or H5N1, which is not the same thing as the 1918, uh, 1919 H3N2 strain. So, who knows? It's going to be some Frankensteinish type of mutation, most likely. You're being given a psychological practice run for the scenario right now with the stories in the Ukraine. I believe it's a trial run, what we're seeing there. they got to start it somewhere. Then he goes on to say, it will spread slowly at first, but by mid-January it will be sweeping the globe. Make no mistake. This is the one I've been warning you about, and you will literally see bodies on the sidewalks if the records from 1918 are to be believed. Now again, this is Ken Welch's take on this. I'm not being dogmatic and saying it's definitely December. I think it's highly likely, based on what we're seeing. Uh, but, you know, it, and it, granted, if this is something that they literally can't contain in the Ukraine, let's say they, they release something and it's like a monster they can't even control once, once they start the ball rolling, if it's that highly infectious, it may be well before December. The secret purpose of the swine flu vaccine is not obvious until you fully understand what the vaccine does. And you must combine that information with understanding that the real pandemic is just around the corner. I don't want to seem omniscient here, so I'll have to confess the real secret of the swine flu vaccine just came across my desk on Wednesday. Someone sent me a couple of paragraphs attributed to Dr. Russell Blaylock, the MD that produces the Blaylock Wellness Report. Here is what it says, this paragraph. He says, this is an MD, no one should take the swine flu vaccine. It is one of the most dangerous vaccines ever devised. It contains an immune adjuvant called squalene MF-59, who we just usually refer to as squalene, or what we refer to as squalene, which has been shown to cause severe autoimmune disorders such as MS, rheumatoid arthritis, and lupus. This is the vaccine adjuvant that is strongly linked to the Gulf War Syndrome, which killed over... 10,000 soldiers, I think that's an incredibly underestimated figure, 10,000. Just watch the movie Beyond Treason, if you want to know about the Gulf War Syndrome. Beyond Treason. There's a DVD. Two DVDs come in the package. One is pure documentation. One is all the people they interview that were there, including MDs. It is just horrific. Um... But this squalene is the adjuvant that was used in Gulf War for the vaccines and caused a 200% increase in fatal, the fatal disease ALS, or Lou Gehrig's disease. The swine flu virus, by causing a cytokine storm, which means, and again, the swine flu virus, this current H1N1, really doesn't cause that. If it were mutated, or if it was something different, it could, like what we're seeing in the U- Ukraine. But right now, it's not really causing anything like that. The only people that could possibly kill in the form it's in now are the ones that are already immunocompromised. Anyway, he goes on to say that the swine flu causing a cytokine storm, which means that it causes the body's immune system to overreact, and that is why it's killing young people and is a mild disease in the elderly. The elderly have weakened immune systems. The vaccine is a very powerful autoimmune stimulator and carries the real possibility of making the lethality of the virus much greater. Um, now remember, the absolute vast majority of the people that died in the 1918-1919 Spanish flu were those that were vaccinated. What Blaylock is saying is that the vaccine will greatly amplify the cytokine storm. 
increasing the chance that people will die from the combination of the vaccine and whatever virus they're planning to unleash. Now, again, I'm just, I know I'm kind of rehashing a little bit, but I'm saying it so you can understand. It's just not me saying this about the scenario that may play out in the very near future. All of a sudden, this week now, all of these stories are talking about the cytokine storm. This really wasn't talked about that much up until um, really this last couple weeks. In our newsletters, I've been talking about the cytokine storm for almost three years. Now, this is Ken Welch saying this. It's the quick kill factor in the original 1918 virus that killed several hundred millions of people. In simple terms, it is a form of rapid inflammation, similar to an allergic reaction to the toxins produced by the virus as it multiplies out of control. If the inflammation takes place in the lung, or if it's too strong or lasts too long, it will kill you. Often within a single day, a popular saying... In 1918-1919 was healthy in the morning, dead by nightfall. It can kill you that quick. And that's why it said before about regarding the silver dosages. You wouldn't want to mess around if you had literally contact contracted this. You'd want to pull out all the stops because you could literally have less than a day with this stuff. It could li- it's that lethal. And what they're getting ready to release, who knows? I, I don't really know what it could be capable of. Um, I didn't give it before. My website on the silver is www.dr.johnson.com. Uh, I also still have the special running that I've sent out via email regarding the silver and the D3. So um, anyway, let's go further here. See, populations of all Western uh, nations practicing socialized welfare systems have already had their ability to shut down the cytokine storm greatly impaired by six to ten years of chemtrail spraying. See, this has been—they've been preparing us for this for a long, long time. I think it's more than ten years, to be honest, but. Uh, they've, been, they've been chemtrailing us in America and around the globe for a long, long time. All of that's been conditioning our lungs. All that chemtrail spraying is, is totally preconditioned our lungs for what they're going to be getting ready to release, truly release in most likely an aerosol form via more chemtrail spraying. And then you combine that with the toxic effects of the vaccinations and you have the recipe for death. Okay, and I have talked about this extensively. Uh, I've de- I have YouTube presentations you can go up on YouTube and watch as well. Just can Dr. Scott Johnson up on YouTube, and you'll find me. Um, or the last one that I did, I got specifically into how the chemtrails and the vaccinations will be used together as a one-two punch. Now, if the real part of your immune system that produces the cytokine Storm is put on hyperdrive by the swine flu shot. When the real H1N1 virus comes along in December, January, your chances of survival are going to be poor. Uh, no, and again, that's why they're they're giving everybody the the swine flu uh, viruses. Now, they've started out with the nasal flu mist to really infect everybody with it. Because what would happen with there is then you have viral shredding, shedding because it was the live attenuated. H1N1 virus, you take it up your nose, you get sick, you sneeze it out, and um, 
you spread it to everyone else. So again, all of that is preconditioning the population. You have like carriers is what it is. It's like, okay, we, we got that one. They've got the nasal um, flu mist or whatever. Now they go, they spread it to someone else. Now they've got the injections. So it's getting more draconian as the days go by. No wonder Homeland Security has spent thousands of man hours trying to locate sites for mass burials. These folks are not stupid. They know what is coming. You, on the other hand, are soon to be both stupid and powerless. So who's being targeted for death? I've told you all along that baby boomers are the primary target. Well, again, I kind of dispute that because they're saying right off the bat, children and pregnant women. I've seen that. But he's also saying baby boomers. Financial disaster caused by the retirement has been known for 20 years or more via simple arithmetic. Social Security cannot sustain itself, in other words. That, that's been well known for a long time. It, it cannot continue. There's just not enough. I understand they can print more money, but we've already, we're already in a hyperinflation model. The, the dollar's already in absolute decline. Gold went over $1,100 yesterday. Silver's almost $18 an ounce right now. Um, the dollar is being devalued almost by the day. This is another thing that's happening concurrently with this. We're going to have most likely the swine flu pandemic. And then understand what this is going to do. It's going to shut down the planet. Air travel. Borders will be closed. Martial law will be imposed. Jobs. People aren't going to be going to their jobs. They're either going to be sick or dying or taking care of a loved one. They're going to be locked down anyway. Do you understand this is going to, they're going to be able to implement so much, so many of their plans just from this alone. And then, can you imagine, if, in conjunction with this, you had something like a false flag nuclear event and or natural disasters, you know, massive earthquake or something, of, and, and again, I've got into this in times past, they've admitted all the way back to the 70s that they can control weather, they can cause earthquakes, they can do... They can cause volcanoes to go off. A lot of these things, they've had that technology since probably way before that. What? And then, let's say we have World War III, which there's, you know, stuff with Israel and in the Middle East. That's a powder keg all the time. Most likely, out of the ashes of all of this and will come the Antichrist, the man of peace. He's going to try to get everybody on the same page. Um, the most obvious one, it seems to me, is Maitreya. Okay? Uh, and they've, they've openly stated on Maitreya's site that they believe he's the only one that can broker peace between Israel and the Muslims. Okay? Uh, they've openly stated that. Uh, they've openly stated that he is going to come on the heels of of at bare minimum a worldwide economic meltdown because that's how he has to come because people are going to be desperate if people are all uh, content or, or if for, for the most part like let's say in America and I know that's not the case now but I don't believe we're near desperate enough I think it has to get more desperate I think there has to be things compounded one on another and another. Wars and rumors of wars and plagues and pestilences and, and all manner of betrayal. The same stuff Jesus predicted in, in Matthew 24. And if, and if it were possible, they should deceive the very elect. And there will arise many false Christs. 
Okay, there's only one Antichrist, but there's many false Christs that are going to arise. And the Antichrist is going to come with the false prophet, with all lying, signs, wonders, powers, and he's going to deceive the whole world by and therewith the miracles that he does in the sight of all men. And people are going to want a miracle. <laughs> They're going to want to see a miracle on the heels of what's coming. They're going to be just like, make it go away, Mr. Antichrist guy. Please, we'll do anything. We are being set up, and we could literally be right on the cusp of the start of the tribulation as a result of what I'm talking about. And it absolutely, 100% lines up with Scripture. Researching for this thing on Maitreya this week with Keith Thompson, the documentary I was interviewed for, it really drove home the point of that the... I understand I've said that the essence of the coming one world uh, system particularly the religious system, is going to be witchcraft. High-level New Age witchcraft. But really the essence of that is going to be theosophy, which is what H.P. Blavatsky started, okay, the House of Theosophy in 1875. And again, who does Maitreya and Share International and the United Nations and so many New Age leaders right now, including people that Oprah is associated with, Elkhart Tolle, all of these guys... Who do they point to? Many of them will point straight back to Alice Bailey, H.P. Blavatsky for their readings and writings. And who did they say is going to be the coming one world leader? Maitreya. They predicted it way back. Way, 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 way back. He's going to be the head of the hierarchy, as he is going to be referred to as. And he's going to come with other supposed ascended masters as well. Now, I'm not saying he's the Antichrist. I'm saying... To me, he looks like the most likely candidate. But the essence of the coming one world religion is going to be uh, witchcraft, but it's going to be theosophy. Which, theosophy is nothing really more, and they self-admit this, than Luciferianism. Which is really nothing more than Satanism. Lucifer is just a nice way, a more palatable way of saying Satan. But they talk a lot about this Luciferic initiation that all will need to go through to enter into our next stage of evolution which will be the heralding in of the age of Aquarius that Maitreya will herald in. We're coming to the end of the age of Pisces that Jesus started, who they say was just a disciple of Maitreya. I, I read this uh, I read this to you last week, but where they where they equate H. P. Blavatsky, Helena Petrovna Blavatsky, as a fourth degree initiate in their uh, Luciferianism or in Theosophy. And they equated the disciple Jesus, when, who that they refer to as the disciple Jesus when he walked the earth, at the same rank Blavatsky was. They, she's on equal level with him. That's what they say. That's what they teach. I'm not making this up. That was out of the uh, Maitreya's last newsletter. You can go read it for yourself on shareinternational.org. So they're getting more brazen and blatant regarding this situation. And then you have like the whole zeitgeist, you have the Venus Project, you have this concept of the Ascended Master version of the Venus Project called Nisera, where they're going to come, and when Maitreya comes, we've got all this conditioning with all the UFO shows on right now with V, and with District 9, and all these other shows about fallen angels and vampires and all this garbage. But when they come with this plan for humanity, they're going to basically say, hey, listen, 
We're going to offer you free energy. We're going to offer you all of this stuff. We're going to offer you universal health care. We're going to be able to cure your diseases and sicknesses. Same thing V's talking about, the miniseries on ABC. We're going to um, either totally do away with money eventually, or we're going to go to a gold-backed currency, which is what they're they're promising in this Nisera. In other words, they're gonna what they're offering is gonna sound so awesome and wonderful and, and just so liberating and, and and that people are gonna and not only that, but it's gonna come on the heels of all these natural not natural some natural disasters. All of this chaos and this conflict, and in the midst of chaos and turmoil, the world teacher is going to come. And that's up on his own website, that slogan. And uh, he's known to the Christians as Christ, they say, and, and Krishna to the, to the uh, Hindus, and uh, the fifth Buddha of the Buddhists, and Imam Mahdi to the Muslims, and the Messiah to the Jews. He's going to be everything in one package. All I'm saying is that looking at what we're looking at today, <laughs> if this... If this happens, it will be the trigger. I don't. In other words, I don't believe that this is going to start with this swine flu thing, and that it's ever going to be the same ever. I believe that is going to be the next major step to the dawning and heralding in of the Antichrist. Now, whether that triggers World War Three, which you know, hard to say. But this will be the initial step, and once that ball gets rolling, I do not believe it will be stopped. God is going to send the strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth. And that happens in conjunction with the revealing of the wicked, as it talks about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. So, um, I know I'm being a ray of sunshine now. I know I am. But, uh, in fact, I'm dressed up in a sunflower costume right now. I, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want my listeners to think ill of me. Just kidding. Teasing. Teasing. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the Bible predicts it, though. So, look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. We know where a battle is. Put the full armor of God on. Um, there are certain Psalms, like Psalm 91, Psalm 64, there's so many, that you can literally... Pray. There's power in praying the word of God. The Bible says that my word will not return void. So, if you pray with faith and belief behind it, prayer can move mountains. So, let's go further here. Um, as you know, the big news on the vaccine front is that the shipments have been delayed. And every state has received some supplies are limited. Now, all the supplies are limited. And again, this is exactly what we just heard the CFR people laughing about. Oh, we'll just say there's a shortage. This has been beautifully orchestrated to produce a specific result. Limited means that specific groups can be selectively targeted for death. I think he put it quite well. Last week, a man I know personally visited a doctor. The man is a good pharmaceutical slave. He visits an MD regularly and does whatever he's told. He went for a quick checkup and a seasonal flu shot which he got with no problem. Naturally, he asked about getting the swine flu shot. He was told the same thing the others around the country were being told. Now, I haven't heard this. I've only seen the pregnant women children. That's blatant. 
But he's saying that they're also being told that there's limited availability and the only people who could get the swine flu shots at the time, whether paid or for free, were blacks or American Indians. I checked around and found that other people were being told the same thing. Did I tell you that in this warfare, welfare-driven emergency, although grossly unfair, it appears that our masters have determined that blacks and Indians are welfare classes in our society and their numbers must be drastically reduced. Well, it's the same thing it sounds like that Hitler would have done, trying to eliminate other classes of people, you know, that they would view as inferior. Uh, and even in Maitreya's methodology, and a lot of the New Agers, they believe that there's people that are much highly more evolved than others. And I don't really remember them breaking that down into different ethnic groups, I think that might be a little too overt, but I'm sure deep down, I mean, Hitler sure felt that way, and he was a follower of H.P. Blavatsky. In fact, she's a big reason that he, the genocide happened in Nazi Germany. See, when you die, you leave a legacy. So, with H.P. Blavatsky, she's still taking people to hell, even from the grave, or influencing them. So, her whatever her punishment is, is still accumulating, even though she's in hell. Because she's still, people are still reading Isis Unveiled, and in all of her, the secret doctrine, and all her garbage books that promote Luciferianism. And Alice Bailey's no different. They're taking people to hell from the grave. Or at least, you know, a big reason they're going to hell So, if we go further, uh, let's see here. Canada is marching to the same drummer. Benevolent Canadian functionaries have made sure to send the first batches of the swine flu vaccine along with the unusually generous supply of body bags to Canada's Indian nation. That, That was on the news. I mean, that was verified. We've talked about that before. Just off the top of my head, I'd say that Canada is is expecting the vaccine to produce something other than the life-saving effect being advertised. Do you remember the stories of blankets laden with smallpox given to Indian tribes in the 1800s? Yes, it's the same thing all over again. Sure, it's genocide, but in the chaos to come, you're not supposed to notice. Well, again, order out of chaos. That's their motto. That's the Illuminati's, the 33rd degree motto of the uh, um, Freemason. Just in case you do not notice a post-pandemic statistical strangeness, the Pentagon's domestic propaganda teams are already working on it. The same people responsible for about 80% of the goofiness you see on the web have been recirculating old stories about diseases created to attack specific ethnic groups. At least two emails on this topic, specifically using the term genocide, have crossed my desk this week. This is a typical tactic. If you should discover later that deaths among Indian nations or African Americans are disproportionately disproportionately high, then you have a wild goose story already prepared to lead you away from the fact that these people were selected for death in their own doctor's office. There is a growing sense of resistance in this country. We certainly see it loud and clear in regard to the swine flu program, but guess what? I've tracked about a third of the anti-vaccine material back to known Pentagon propaganda mills. Why would they do this? Two reasons. They are very strong right now on fostering disgust and rebellion against the Obama administration. Huh. 
I mean, let's face it. I mean, he's got the lowest approval rating. He's doing such flagrant things. How could we not be not disgusted with him? Even the liberal Democrat, I'm sure, is, there's a lot of them that are even. Well, they apparently feel this will make their job much easier down the road when it is time to dissolve the central government in Washington and the white hat generals help uh, to come in. It's like the knight on a, white knight on a shining horse, you know? When they come in to you know, either depose him or whatever. Again, and it's order out of chaos. They've used Obama up. They've used him for his intended goal, and now he's gone. Okay. They also want to make sure there is enough anti-vaccine hysteria on the internet that fact-based warnings like Dr. Blaylock simply can't be heard. And again, they're always on both sides of the issue. They try to control it that way. It's the Hegelian dialectic that we've talked about a lot in the past. Okay, last article here is mind control and inserting nanotechnology into vaccines. This is a uh, little portion of a article that Cutting Edge had put out, cuttingedge.org. Uh, this is from preventdisease.com from October 5th. Uh, and it's entitled Nano Microchips Inside Vaccines. It's almost surreal, like something out of a sci-fi movie, but nanomicrochips invisible to the naked eye are reality that are being hosted in a wide range of applications. The question is, how long will it take to governments and big pharma to immerse nanomicrochips inside of vaccines to tag and surveil global populations? Well, I, I would submit to you they're already doing it. To understand how this technology is feasible to slip into a vaccine which is delivered by a doctor's needle, we have to comprehend the tiny size of the nanotechnology. Nanotechnology deals with structures smaller than one micrometer, less than one-thirtieth the width of a human hair, and involves developing materials or devices within that size. To put a size of a nanometer in perspective, it is 100,000 times smaller than the width of a human hair. Japan's Hitachi says it's developed the world's smallest and thinnest microchip that can be embedded in paper to track down parcels or prove authenticity of a document. The integrated IC chip is as minute as a speck of dust. The size is so small, it takes my breath away. Of course, the Illuminati scientists interested in creating products which change, which shall change and shape people so they can be controlled would be exceedingly interested in such nanotechnology. More than 10 years ago, simple low-cost techniques improved the design and manufacture of the nanomicrochips. That unlocked a multitude of method- methodologies for their manufacture in a wide range of applications, including optical, biological, and electronic devices. The joint use of nanoelectronics, photolithography, and new biomaterials have enabled the required manufacturing technology towards nanorobots for a common medical application such as surgical instrumentation, diagnosis, and drug delivery. Remember we, ha- we talked about the drugs you take and if you don't take your pills, you're, you're, uh, it's like your drugs tell on you or whatever or they call you and remind you to, to take it. They're like little tattletale pills. Okay, so the next segment reveals that implanting this technology in human brains is entirely possible. Nanoelectrodes implanted in the brain are increasingly being used to manage neurological disorders. Mohammed Reza, a postdoctoral researcher at UM Department of Biomedical Engineering, said the polymers in nanotubes are good candidates for biomedical applications such as neural interfaces, biosensors, and drug delivery systems. Now this article turns to the subject of an interest in vaccine makers in nanotechnology. 
Doug Dorst, a microbiologist and vaccine critic in South Wales, says these advances have an immense appeal to vaccine makers. Biotech companies and their researchers have quickly moved most funding initiatives toward nanotechnology to increase the potency of their vaccines. He said if microorganisms inside the vaccines can be coaxed into targeting or invading specific cells, they could achieve their goals at an accelerated accelerated rate over conventional vaccines. Depending on which side of the vaccine debate you're on, whether pro or con, nanobots inside vaccine preparations could advance their effectiveness exponentially by either dramatically improving or, or destroying immunity, depending on their design, he added. But suddenly this article delivers a genuine bombshell. Dorsch claims that present-day nanobot technology could be could just as easily be used to advance biological weapons as they are to advance human health. For every fear that biotech propaganda proliferates about the deadly diseases and how the vaccines prevent them, it is one more lie to incrementally convince the masses that vaccines are effective. The worry for Dorst is that one day vaccines will do what they've always been intended for, which is to control the global population. End of quote. Did you catch the last bombshell revelation? Vaccines are intended to control the global population. That's why they were, that's been the agenda all along. Ever since they came out, they never, ever had a benevolent intention with these things. Never. Is it any wonder then that the Illuminati is pushing vaccines upon everyone? For every pretense and for every corner of the globe. They've got vaccination now. They've come out with three new ones. One's a what anti-smoking vaccine. Okay, they've got that and what they got one for depression? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just it's insane. It's insane. I think they should come out with, with one for maybe athletes' feet, for one for maybe hangnails, maybe one for like a beeled ear. That's a real rare thing. Um, I think they should come out for one for hair loss in men, alopecia vaccine. Oh, boy. I mean, the, the list could go on and on and on. They could come out with one for a trick knee. Chap lips. Chap lips. Chap lip vaccine. Taylor just brought that up. I mean, hey, why not? Let's go for it, you know? So, What? Well, Candida vaccine, yeah, we can have that too. Anyway, uh, oh boy. So, let's see here. The reality is that the nanomicrochips can be bombarded by electromagnetic waves to either track the person anywhere on Earth and to make them think the thoughts or emotions or take the action which the global elite wants the population to take. This technology would make it very easy to bring about the incredible prophecy in the book of Revelation where it said... Quote, and all the world wondered after the beast. I have often wondered how everyone on earth, of course this isn't going to be born again Bible believing Christians, but you know, it's a generalized statement. It says, I have often wondered how everyone on earth could suddenly be impressed with so much admiration for the Antichrist that they would act in unison to worship him. People all over the world are naturally rebellious, resisting most efforts to bring them in line with other peoples, especially when those other peoples are of another religion and or political persuasion. I've always considered this prophecy 
to be the most difficult to fulfill. But if all the people in the world are implanted with nanorobots smaller than a speck of dust, they might all receive an electromagnetic pulse which activates their nanobot microchip, which then orders the person to take the action of the greatly admiring Antichrist. It's an interesting theory. I think it's going to play a part in this. Uh, at this point, all peoples in the world will turn on a dime in unison to fulfill this prophecy. We encourage you to read this lengthy article all the way through. There's a link here at the end that you can read. Cutting Edge, I believe, is, is in order to access most of their articles. It is a subscription where you can sign up online. Now, another thing that Krem and Maitreya and the UN and a lot of these people, we've talked about the whole concept of transhumanism, which is becoming, as they term it, post-human or more than human. Okay? Now, if you're not human anymore, how do you get saved, number one? That's, that's a kind of an interesting thought there. It can't be dogmatic there, but I know it sure can't help <laughs> with leading somebody to Christ if they've, got, if they've been implanted and they've got nanorobots and microchips and who knows what else they've got, neural interfaces, and you've got all these kids being brought up on these video games where they're brought into this virtual reality. Uh, They've they got this stupid show on TV where these kids, they... They're playing this video game, but it's real. It's like they're playing it on the screen, and like one of their friends is in it, and it's real, and, it, and it's like life or death. They're, they're doing a lot of that. I think they just had a movie about that recently, too, where it's like it's a video game, but it's really real. Somebody's life is really at risk. So they're trying to bring us into this alternate virtual reality mode anyway. The nanorobots, microchips, and these things of this nature could be an ideal way of doing this. They talk a lot about evolving regarding the coming New World Order, the coming New Age, the coming Age of Aquarius that Maitreya will herald in. They talk a lot about evolving. They talk a lot about transhumanism in the coming Brave New World. You know, And they make it sound wonderful because everybody's going to share and... There's going to be, it's just going to be great, and everybody's going to sit around and sing Kumbaya all day long, and, 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 and you know, it's just going to be wonderful, you know, according to them. Now, granted, yeah, 95% to 90% of the population has got to go, and uh, there's going to be an ultra-elite and an ultra-slave class, and you'll be totally controlled every aspect of your life, but other than that, it's all good. So... They talk a lot about transhumanism. They talk a lot about evolving. And I really believe one of the ways that they heavily emphasize that we evolve is through transhumanism, through the process of becoming post-human. This is our evolutionary, this is our next evolutionary step. Why do I say evolutionary? Because they teach the concept of the ancient astronaut theory. When Maitreya comes, or the Ascended Masters, or however this plays out in the future, and this is what the supposed aliens have been saying for years, that we created you, you, you uh, humans, millions and millions and millions of years ago. You're our little science project. We seeded your planet with humanity, and you've messed things up so bad you know, remember when you were a rock eight billion years ago and you kind of evolved into that primordial slime pool and then out of that, you know, the two-cell amoeba and the whole lizard thing to the ape to the human, Piltdown Man and whatever, Cro-Magnum. You've evolved. Okay, this is what they're teaching. And 
now you're ready to take the step into Christhood or Godhood. Okay? But in order to do that, you're going to have to take this Luciferic initiation. And Lucifer will literally, I just read this quote from David Spangler, where Lucifer is the one that gives you the light because his name means light bearer. Okay? And this is why that Jacques uh, Fresco guy of the Venus Project uses and lives in the town of Venus, Florida, which is right near me. Because Venus means Lucifer. I just found this out this week. Venus, the planet Venus, is absolutely 100% synonymous with Lucifer. Just like Saturn is synonymous with Satan. Okay? And we could do a whole study on that. But this Project Venus and Nisera and this this bold new New World Order that, that they've got planned for us is based on the concept of us evolving, us taking our next evolutionary step, us coming as gods as Christ, which is the same lie that the serpent told Eve in the Garden of Eden. It's all based on that. But in order to do that, Lucifer has to be the one that brings this light to you and reveals this Christ to you, which will most likely be Maitreya, according to them. Not according to me, but according to them. And then we're going to take our next step in this evolutionary process and become as gods. But it's most likely going to involve many uh, the, the, this this nanotechnology and these microchips implanted into us and you look at the mark of the beast unless you take a mark in your right hand or your forehead you'll not be able to buy sell or trade we already know that that's most likely a microchip some type of microchip type of implant we've done several teachings on the mark of the beast we talk about that so it's all tied together every single teaching just about I've ever done since the Lord's given me this ministry, is pretty much all tied together, and it's led up to this point that we're right most likely on the cusp of. I don't know from week to week if I have another week to do another study. And when this stuff goes down, you may not ever hear from me again. They may activate the red list, and if God lets them get me, well, let the Lord's will be done. I pray that the Lord will protect me. And, and, and my daughter, and, and, and I have 100% faith to believe that he can do that, okay? But even at, even at bare minimum, if they, don't, if they don't whatever get me or, or a lot of the other people out there exposing this, we may be taken off air at bare minimum. We may not have a voice anymore. That's why I've encouraged people to download these teachings onto their hard drive, onto an external hard drive, because in, it's an external hard drive that is not connected to your computer. Because if it's connected, they can still get into it. Government can get in your computer anytime they want. <laughs> they can turn your computer on at night. They can get. They can do whatever they want. They're pro, you know they can monitor it twenty four seven. So just bear that in mind. Um, not to say I'm the purveyor of all knowledge by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying for future reference, some of these teachings may be very confirmatory regarding the day and times we're going in. I don't know what kind of voice we're going to be permitted to have in the coming brave new world order. Uh, And anyway, that's all I've really got for today. And I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this, uh, being able to come again another time, Lord, and present this information. I pray that your will would be done, Lord God, on earth as it is in heaven. 
And not my will, Lord, not our will, but thine be done regarding all these matters that are coming. I do pray you'd protect the body of Christ, my listeners, Lord God, the the babies, the innocent in the womb, the widows, the orphans, Lord God. I, I pray that you would save multitudes and multitudes of people, Lord God, even before these events would start happening. I pray it be done for your glory, that you'd use the body of Christ mightily for this purpose that you would forgive us for any and all sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form, that you would cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be pleasing and acceptable on your sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. And Lord, that you would remind us to pray and quote scripture often and understand where the true battle is, and it's a spiritual battle, but yet that you would protect the body of Christ during the days and times that are coming, that you would use them mightily for your glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.